Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Hey everybody, welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. This is Barry Miracle, and I really do hope you're enjoying our new series on the encounters of the God kind. Last week I did on the spirit of rev, rev, that the spirit of revelation births innovation. And if you have not listened to that, you need to go back because I talk about one of the most famous uh, inventors of all times, probably the greatest inventor since Leonardo da Vinci. And perhaps even greater than Leonardo da Vinci. I really don't know. But he invented the light bulb and AC currents and different just amazing things. And he did it by encounters with God. And I get into that. And even our um, beloved Einstein in the theory of relativity. I got it under good report that he received that by a a dream from God, an encounter from God. So uh, go back and listen to that and because God has uh, encounters for you waiting. And in those encounters, he has mysteries that he wants to reveal so that you can be an answer and a solution just like Nikola Tesla was and just like Einstein and so many other people. And, and I get into the Ivy League schools and how that, uh, you know, tech is um, innovation, uh, is actually uh, stirred and is tapped into by encounters with God as well. So a lot, a lot of uh, really good information on that um, episode last week. But now we're on part three, which I'm, call, I'm calling uh, Encounters Change Everything. And I want to get into a number of different actual encounters that I've had with the Lord and that has changed my life. Uh, actually changed um, the trajectory of my life and and really at, at different times um, and even how I had an encounter with God and he God told me I was going to marry my wife Tammy of 31 years now and seven kids later uh, and so just I, I just I'm really looking forward to this episode as well so uh, let's just get into it right now. And I want to start by going over a scripture that I, that I touched on last week in Isaiah 48, 6 and 7. Check this out. It says, you have heard, see all this, and you will not declare it. I have made you hear new things from this time, even hidden things, and you did not know them. Okay, and then this is it. They are created now and not from the beginning. And before this day, you have not heard them, lest you say, should say, of course I knew them. But here's the deal. God is creating some things brand new. God wants to create something brand new through you. He wants to take you up. He wants to rapture you. And I want you to understand that when, when we're talking about encounters, you're not going up or you're not ascending to some place that you're not already in <laughs> well that's a little bit complicated is or it sounds like it because so how why am i going to some place that i'm already there because you have to cognitively go where your spirit is already living and ruling and reigning in christ jesus 
And so we are ascending to the place where we, where our spirits are already ruling and reigning. We are, our spirits are already born again. Our spirits are already one with the creator of the universe. Our spirits are already seated in heavenly places far above all principalities and powers of darkness. Our spirits are already perfected because we became one with the spirit of the living God, according to 1 Corinthians 6, 17, that says, he who joins himself to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. And then, and then you have John chapter 17 that speaks about becoming one with, with God through his glory, through his name, and through um, the word. And so, but the deal is, is that we need to get count, uh, caught up so that our souls and our bodies are coming up to the level of our spirit, of our spirits. And God wants to renew us and he wants to impart to us uh, all the wonderful things that he needs for us to be filled up with or anointed with so that we can rule and reign with Christ Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, here on the terra firma that we call earth. So he wants to create some things brand new that has never been before. God wants to create brand new things that have never been seen before. He wants them to he wants to create them through encounters. John chapter 17 Verse 15, I was just making reference to John chapter 17. It says, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world. That's Jesus talking to the Father. But that you should keep them from the evil one. So he doesn't want to take you out of the world, but he wants the Father to keep you in the world, but keep you from the enemy. A lot of people are desperately trying to escape the place called unknown. And see, all a lot of the places that we're in right now because of code because because of sorry because of covid because of you know economical instabilities because of um the, the lack of trust in the government the overreach that happened and made us feel that we can't really trust anyone um you know there's leaders have let us down and and so we're in this place that we've never been in before and i want to tell you it's not horrible it's not a horrible place it's, it's an unknown place. I mean, there's disappointment, sure. There, there's been death because of COVID, yes. There's been deception because of um, uh, things that people making bad decisions and, and out of fear and, and different other reasons. Don't always know why leadership do what they do and I can't judge them. I can't judge another servant. I could just judge the fruit but not their hearts. But here's the deal. We find ourselves in this place called unknown but God doesn't want to take us out of these places. He, he, we, he wants to lead us and guide us and keep us in the midst of it, like the valley of the shadow of death. It says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Surely you will prepare for me a feasting table in the midst of my enemies. So we need to know, first of all, God's got your back. I'm going to say this again, said this before. This is an amazing revelation. If God, if Jesus was the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the earth, that makes him your savior before he was your creator. So what does that mean? He already went ahead of time and he put the anointing, he put the answers, he put the solutions, he put the, the prosperity, he put the, 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 the wife or the husband, he put the, the car, the house, he, the, he, the, the, the preparation, the finances, everything God has prepared ahead of time for us 
in these places called unknown. But we have to take our place and not be afraid. Can I say, don't fear the unknown? Can I say, don't fear the future? Don't fear what's happening. You are the answer that God needs because he placed you on purpose for a purpose in the midst of that chaotic situation, in the midst of that family, in the midst of that school, in the midst of that county, in the midst of that province or state or country or community. He placed you there on purpose because he knows what he put on the inside of you and he knows how that can be stirred up and he knows how he can he can actually anoint you with the answers and the solutions that you need to be the answer in every one of those spheres of influences and metron of ministries that seem like a place called unknown. But so many people are trying to desperately escape the unknown places that, that feel much like opposition. But God is wanting us to find some audacious believers with audacious faith to begin to believe and begin to receive the supernatural downloads that happens when you get encountered when you get when you ascend into the glory realms when you encounter encounter God so you remember this also that God hides his greatest treasures in the darkest places and he wants to reveal these mysteries to us so that we can become like i said the answers and solutions to our spheres of influence and metron of ministry. So we have to understand that the unknown place is not good or bad. The unknown place is amoral. It's not immoral and it's not moral. You get to decide. You get to choose. The place of the unknown, ladies and gentlemen, is the only place that you can create something that has never been. You can be a creator with God, a co-creator with the creator of the universe and begin to bring forth the answers and the solutions. So uh, I've said this before, um, It's be life is better felt than told and more is caught than taught. And remember this, a man with an experience can out-debate the greatest orator. So... I want to get into a few of my personal encounters that have happened to me that actually changed. Uh, the first one, uh, encounter I want to share with you, actually changed the trajectory of my life. So several years ago, Tammy and I were young uh, young adults, pastors. Well, actually, we were youth pastors, and we had we ministered to some young adults, and we had young adults for leadership, and that helped us. Uh, lead the the youth and they become they became uh sons and daughters in the spirit many of them and uh but we had this thing i uh called 24 7 god and i was in partnership with another youth pastor in the city where where tammy and i are still pastoring at desert stream uh and the this this ministry called 24 7 god was forerunning for to a many other supernatural youth and young adults ministries that would later on happen in Canada, such as Tehila. And and if you're in Canada, you might understand Tehila out west, and there's a Tehila Toronto, and there's just different Tehila movements in which, you know, high praise. And it was just, that was an amazing movement too. And I was part of that, 
to a certain degree, but 24-7 God was the hottest thing that I knew about in North America. And we had like, it wasn't massive, but it was like 350-ish uh, youth and young adults would come together and we would have signs and wonders and miracles and prophetic preaching and just just people would be getting slain in the spirit. It was just power. The worship was amazing. My good friend Lorna McDougall brought her 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 team down from Toronto and into Belleville once a month. And we were just having a phenomenal time. And it's about to break out. And I, and I believe it would have could have gone to other cities and it and it really could have been a precursor to uh to what was tequila later well actually it was a precursor but it could have actually been the name brand i guess but anyway uh at the height of it the lord says i want you to lay this down and I want you to go ye <laughs> like he said to abraham go you know go ye <laughs> go to um go ye into but I, I we didn't know where ye was we had to i had to lay down um my success i guess i had to lay down um this this ministry uh at the peak of it and i didn't understand why it just we we the lord says you need to lay this down barry he says if um and he didn't really tell me he would tell me later but and, I, and i'll get into that in a minute so I, we lay it down. We don't know where we're going. We're just waiting on the Lord. And then I, uh, I get invited to go to this prophetic conference with uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Henry. And he's like, he was my best friend back then. This is several, several years ago, maybe 15 years ago now or more. I'm not really positive. Maybe 20 years. Oh, my word. Sorry. Anyway, so long time ago. And so... Uh, Henry invites me to this prophetic conference put on by, um, oh, what's his name? Um, anyway, down south in North Carolina. And it's right there. It's right on my tongue. Anyway, I'll remember in just a minute. But um, so we go down. There's like 3,000 people in this conference. And it's just phenomenal. And, and, and God is just rocking my world. And... So we come out of this one service and we sign up for our prophetic appointment. And so where we would sit before four prophets and they would just read our mail. And so we're waiting outside uh, to go into our prophetic appointment with these prophets. And as we're waiting there, there's this, um, I thought it was a mom, but it ended up being a, a grandmother of to this four-year-old boy that was running up and down the hallway so this is the time when those those sneakers that kids were wearing uh back then the the heel would light up when they ran and i said that was the coolest thing and i was talking to his grandma and said man when when i get home i want to buy my kids some of those they're really cool and and the the four-year-old hears me talking to his grandma and he says yeah but i run fastest in my indian shoes and I'm like, what? what? And it just, you know, you need to pay attention when God is trying to speak to you. And a lot of times, and I'm just going to say this at the get-go, and I'm probably going getting a little ahead of me, but you need to hear this. A lot of times we reject encounters with God and prophetic moments with the Holy Spirit because we refuse the package that it's coming in. We don't 
we don't want to receive something from less than we don't re want to receive like from Balaam's donkey or we don't want to receive from somebody that might be a four-year-old child or we don't we don't think that God could speak that way I just want to say things will bear witness pay attention to the nuances God will speak in threes he'll he'll give you oftentimes there'll be nuances that are a, a little uh, perhaps different and then you'll notice like two or three of them but usually he'll give you three witnesses when he's trying to show you something and and sometimes we just miss it because we refuse the package in which it's coming so anyway this I know that's a little ahead of my story, but I'm, I just wanted to mention that, that that's very clear. I, you know, one tip is um, lean into that. Just say, hmm, it's like Scooby is, or um, uh, yeah, Scooby-Doo with, with Shaggy when he's talking to Shaggy. How? It, it, there, there are times that you just like, oh, wow, okay. That's interesting. That's on my radar now. So anyway, we go into... We get done talking there and it's our time to go in and we sit before these four amazing prophets and they nail us and we come out so full of the Holy Spirit. And I don't know what you think about this, but it's like an Acts chapter two moment where we were drunk as uh, in, in the Holy Spirit on the new wine and we're actually laughing and just just overflowing with the goodness of the Lord. So we we were um we said we're not going to go back to our hotel. We're just going to stay in this in the facility and have lunch here. They had a cat, they had a restaurant there, so we ended up sitting down over against the wall, and and Henry and I are just laughing and just enjoying the presence of the Lord. And then this uh, in the middle of the the room, in the, sorry, in the middle of the restaurant, these uh, there's a, a bunch of. Um, people that are sitting around this one table and mainly middle-aged uh, ladies and and they said hey how are you guys doing over there we said great and they said hey, where are you guys from and we said toronto near toronto we live you know two hours east of there but anyway we said in the toronto area and they said oh wow did you ever go to the toronto outpouring and i said oh yeah of course we did and the toronto blessing i said yeah i was, I was there at the rear, at the very beginning when they were in the plaza before they moved to the big facilities and they said well come on over and tell us all about it and then so we got in talking about encounters and prophetic moments in the presence of the lord and this lady says exactly what i just said to you sometimes we reject um the gift that God wants to bring us because we reject the package in which it comes in. And so she says to me, says, sometimes there be, might be a mentally handicapped person or it might be, you know, somebody with not a great character in their lives or something like that. And, and then she says, or God could be speaking to you through a four-year-old little boy. And it, and it just hit me like a ton of bricks. And it was there was authenticity when the four-year-old boy said that. I run fastest in my Indian shoes. And then this lady saying, like within an, like an hour later, she says this. And I'm like, oh, my word. And I just fall over and I just start weeping. And I, and I get a direction from the Lord through a, a prophetic and an actual encounter with God here on the earth. And I just get filled, you know, even more. And then this is when I went and pastored on my own 
Mohawk Territory uh, for about four years with Pastor uh, David and Erica Bobier. Beautiful people there. Tammy and I started going there, and I became a board member, and then I became a pastor. And that's a whole other interesting story about all of that. Pastoring on your own territory and being voted in as a board member. So you're actually voted on. It's like a... a um, uh, popularity contest almost and I was like this is a community I grew up in Be between the time I was like 14 uh, till I was uh, 21 I was running after life I was you know I, I was you know smoking drugs and I was drinking and I was doing all the things that a good Pentecostal shouldn't do but I was looking for love in all the wrong places and and but um, uh, you know obviously I turned my life around gave my life to the Lord at 21 and went hard after the Lord, got baptized in the Holy Spirit and began to speak in my heavenly language and seek after the anointing. And I went so many different places and so many people and R.W. Shambach and Benny Hinn and Oral Roberts and um, uh, Randy Clark. And um, I got a, such a, a, an impartation from Rodney Howard Brown and Basil Howard Brown and, and um, just... Uh, I don't know if I mentioned Randy Clark, but also, you know, Grand Chief Billy Diamond and and my own grandfather. And just I went looking for the anointing and to have uh, an impartation from God. But this day I received a trajectory because of an encounter with God. God wants to encounter you. He wants to give you um, directional changes. I mean, um, don't necessarily uh try to you know uh get a directional change because he, you may be in the right place doing the right thing with the right with the right people but you just need to get caught up into his presence more so that you can have the answer for that so but this sent me on a journey to minister to my own first nations people so uh, not only did i pass through there but in 2010 I, I totally, I, I shut down my store of 25 years in 2009 at the end of it. And 2010, I went on a world tour, mainly throughout all of Canada, but I ended up in China. And I um, stood before thousands of Chinese that represented at hundreds of thousands, if not millions of intercessors and, and the underground church in China. And so I stood before them. And I said, and I was in my full native regalia in Hong Kong. And there was like thousands of Chinese that came over from mainland China into Hong Kong at this time in 2010. And I said to them, if you will pray for Canada and you would pray that we would have our healing revival, we will come and we will heal your land. I'm not saying I'm the savior of the world. That's Jesus. But I was in a significant place at a significant time obeying the Lord because I had an encounter with God with a four-year-old little boy and then a lady telling me that I need to receive the package from God. I run fastest in my Indian shoes. So I ran really fast in my Indian shoes. And I'm still running fast in my Indian shoes. But I'm wearing other shoes as well in this season of my life. But I'll tell you, I went into an open vision. 
how did I, so I'm on this journey and I hope I'm, hopefully I'm saying this well that you're following along, but I want, I went on this journey of forgiveness and with, um, Chief Kenny Blacksmith and Art Lucier and, and, uh, Wendy Lee and Jane Jones and many, many other, uh, leaders and, um, one of my, a couple of my spiritual daughters, um, Shauna Jenkins and, um, Leslie Ann Williams and, uh, just a bunch of other people, just amazing. For six months, we flew about 40 times throughout the whole nation of Canada and releasing the spirit of forgiveness to set up, um, what God wants to do in our nation, which is the healing revival. So I, I think it was around the May and around May when I got this invitation to go to Hong Kong. And so, um, but what really uh, happened to get me to go there is I'm sitting in my living room and I go into an open vision. I'm I'm having an encounter with God right now. I go into an open vision and there is this train, this this really sleek looking bullet train that pulls up by my house on Bleecker Avenue. And and it's it's old. I know it's old and it's like there's like kind of like you could see where it's been uh, resisted by things. You could see some marks in it, but it's still sleek and you know it's really powerful and i see on the side of the the train two chinese mark um engravings in it in this um bullet train that pulls up in the spirit obviously um and i'm in this open vision and the lord says to me he says you need to get to china because this will keep you on track to finish strong and begin to release the healing revival and the healing revival will be will will um, be assisted to come and be manifested because of the prayers of the Chinese. So I I'm like on a journey, and we're and 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 you know having these amazing meetings. And I go to uh, and I'm going to go visit these uh, Mama and Papa um, um, Florence. They were uh, the it was they had Joseph's house in Edmonton, and they were the pastor there, and they were the representative Canadian representatives for Bill Hammond, and so I we we're ministering there in this journey. Um, I haven't gone to China yet, and I'm I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get there financially because I closed down my store. We are living by faith, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, and uh, I, I was not um uh, I I was getting part time uh, wage from the church where we are now again pastoring at uh, i'll get into that in a bit but um that was only like twenty thousand, maybe at that time anyway so you know flying to hong kong and paying for hotels and all that kind of stuff was just beyond my means physically so uh, so that's in the back of my mind so anyway i i have this vision i go into this encounter with god i have this vision of this bullet train and 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 god telling me that i need to harness the prayers of the chinese to finish strong and so these two chinese symbols and and i remembered them and i and i i go to preach we go to minister on, on the journey of forgiveness uh in edmonton at joseph's warehouse and the gentleman 
uh, the, the pastor of the place, takes us out to eat afterwards. And he's wearing this ring and it's the same symbol on the side of his ring that was on the side of the train. And I got, what does that symbol mean? He says, what? Oh, oh, they're on my ring? Well, that's a Chinese symbol for power. And I got, oh my word, God confirming again. You know, the encounter that I had, the, the vision that I had, I was taken into a vision and I saw the answer. And then I, I, I see the, this other, you know, this, this witness that I'm to go to uh, China and go to Hong Kong and harness the prayers of the Chinese. And, and it, it, I was the last speaker. I was like, I kept going to the leader. I need to, I need to present. You, you brought me in to present. And, it, we're, and, and, and David Damien was just amazing. And he was always being led by the Holy Spirit. And, he, and, I, and I would just come and see him. And I wasn't trying to be a pest, but I, I knew I was there on a mission. And I was the last person to speak. I was in my full regalia and I spoke and I, ladies and gentlemen, for Canada, I harnessed hundreds of thousands. If not, I believe I'm, I'm not trying to exaggerate. So there, there's like millions of people in China that are praying for Canada. Why? Because I had an encounter with God through an unlikely source. Amazing. God is wanting to give you dreams and visions he's wanting to show you his goodness he, he's wanting to direct you but here here's another story and i'm just going to finish with i want to share six encounters uh six phenomenal encounters and i've I, my life ladies and gentlemen my life is an encounter my life can be uh, gauged by encounters my my life has been shifted and changed and healed i've been i've been so filled and overflowing with God at altars and being caught up and being raptured and visions coming and God showing me things and God delivering me and healing me and setting me free and just all these things because of enco encountering God. So uh, I think I, I shared this a while ago on a previous, maybe not, but uh, this is a little bit vulnerable. Um, so back when my my oldest son Brandon probably when he was maybe maybe a couple years old uh, maybe maybe yeah about, about two years old so 25 years ago uh, my dad got charged criminally charged and was in jail uh, so you know when I talk about being a hope dealer, it's not because my life has been perfect. I had to go visit my dad in jail and it was absolutely devastating. And um, I, I sat there with my younger brother waiting for my dad to come out in his orange jumpsuit. And we're sitting there and, and he's so glad to see us and, and we're so glad to see him. And we're just, you know, just sharing and loving. And, and uh, my stepmother was there who would later divorce him, um, his second wife. And end up being, you know, my dad ended up being 
destroyed in so many different ways. And, and at this point, I didn't think he was guilty. And I would find out later that he was. And so I'm walking out of the jail after visiting my dad. And I don't mean to uncover him. And, and um, I'm here now. And I didn't even think about this until right now that I probably should have used a close friend's name, maybe. Not dishonest, but just say a close friend. <laughs> but here, I'm here now. And so anyway, I'm walking out of the jail and I am distraught. And I just begin to get, I got in my expedition and I'm sitting there and I'm just crying and I'm just, and I'm just whining wholesale to the Lord. I'm saying, why? Isn't it bad enough that I was a, my mom left me when I was three. Is it bad enough that I, you know, was abused by one of my dad's living girlfriends? Isn't it bad enough that I was, you know, white looking and I grew up on a native territory and, you know, I was, you know, teased that I was a white man and, and I was raised to be a, a native champion. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm just like bawling and I'm just crying out to the Lord. And then all of a sudden, boom, my truck filled with the glory of God. Whew. One moment, an encounter with God eclipsed the worst, one of the worst days of my life. That encounter with God, he filled my whole cab and it, in a moment, that wonderful mercy and grace that was in that encounter with God eclipsed everything. And we, he was sharing things with me. And he began, I, I would pray in the Holy Spirit. And I wasn't allowed to share this for years because I don't think people understand it. But I think we've grown as a body. And, and this may stretch you, but I would pray to the Father in the Holy Spirit. I would just say, And I would pray in the Holy Spirit. And then he would pray back the answer to me in English. He wouldn't pray. He would speak back the answer to me in English. So he had me ask him questions in tongues, and he would give me answers in English. And we're, that's going on for a longest time. And then I asked him this question in English. I said, Father, at this time, humility seems like it is the greatest sought after uh, virtue in the kingdom. It seems like it's the end goal. If you're humble, it seems like you are godly or you have become like God, and which is not not true. But I said to him, I said, I said, Father, I, not that I don't want to be humble. I do want to be humble, but humility is not the end goal. You are, right? You are. And then he didn't say yes or no to that. He, being what Jesus does, what God does, what the Father does, what the Holy Spirit does, is he, he says the... Um, gives me another question. He says, do you want to know what's greater than humility? Like literally, he says, "What do you want to know what's greater than humility? And I said, yeah, that'd be interesting. And he said, 
Shma. I said, Shma? He said, Shma. I said, Shma? He said, Shma. And he evaporated. The, the glory encounter was gone. But I had a word that I didn't know what it meant. And then I would dig out, I would research, and I was researching it for um, like for the longest time, but I got the revelation 20, I guess it was 20 years ago because my daughter, Victoria's middle name is Shema. Because, and, and because you heard from heaven. I heard from heaven that day. Shema. I had an encounter with the father and he said Shema. So Shema, Israel, yod heh Elonehu, yod heh Echud. This is the greatest prayer that a, a Jewish person can pray and prays many times throughout the day and must pray this prayer on their death. The importance of Shema is greater than just to hear. And you, it's Deuteronomy. It's found in Deuteronomy, but also Mark chapter 12. It says, Hear, O Israel, that the Lord, the Lord thy God, he is one. It's it's but Shema Israel. Hear, O Israel. Shema is more than just hearing. Shema is the open communication with the Creator of all. It's the it's the ability to speak, but the ability to hear, the open communication and ability with your whole being receive from the Creator and release uh, to the Creator. So that happened, I began to research out in it that one of the most um, influential teachings that, that I teach around the world is on hearing from God. That if you can hear from God, you will live. It's, it's in the revealings. It's the apocalypto. The revealing of what is always there. And it is by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. It's the Shema. It's the, it's the great, one of the greatest things God gave to me for my ministry in the, in the midst of the darkest moment. And how did he do that? How did he rescue me? And how did he reveal this great revelation to me? One encounter with God changes everything. Ladies and gentlemen, I pray right now that you would receive encounters. Be positioning yourself for encounters. This is what I'm going to be talking about next week. I want to talk to you about four ways to encounter God. I don't know if I'm going to get through all four of them or not because they're they're pretty extensive, uh, but I want to talk to you about four ways that you can enhance your ability to encounter God. Ladies and gentlemen, everything changes when you have an encounter with God. I pray for you this week that you will have encounters of the God kind. In Jesus' mighty name, I release that anointing for encounters. Amen. So guys, if you have been enjoying uh, my podcast, if you've been receiving from your podcast, can you think of going to www.barrymiracle.ca and maybe sowing a seed so I can stay on the air? so that I can stay uh, in in my place of presenting the Shema, that I can be continuing to teach people how to hear and how to 
obey and be strengthened and teach people about encounters, would you consider sowing a seed in, into our ministry so that we can continue to be an answer in the midst of darkness? I'd really appreciate that. Also, can you share this out? Can you, can you um, give me some five stars and can you share this out? Can you make sure that you share with other people and ask them to download that they would receive uh, great grace and they would learn how to walk more victorious. And I, and I pray that over you and I bless you. But until next week, this is Barry Miracle signing off. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.